0: The way to close down my heart.
1: Nailed it! Wow, that's nailed insulting. it in one. He got it right there. Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the Creative the Town podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting to my left is Jake. And last time we were together, I literally wound up in a Turkish prison. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who frequently puts stuff that should stay inside of him on the outside of him. It's Mark. Hi, Jack. For those of Hi, you Mark. unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 2014's As Above, So Below, which was my pick. Your pick. Just out of the clear blue sky, I selected this one. Yeah. Yeah. Wildcard pick. Uh, And we will dive all the way into that real soon. And when we do, there will be spoilers. So fair warning on that. Spoilers for the 2014 movie, um, As Above, So Below. I forgot it already. What movie we watch? <laughs> it's a hard movie to review. Yeah. Already, yeah. It was the
0: Hammer version of As Above Below. So... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. But first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So in that score, let's do Beers
0: for Fears. Mark, what are your beers for these fears? At first, I thought this was going to be a hard movie to beer. And then, uh, looking at the shelves of the of the beer in the local liquor store, uh, this called to me. And it became very, very obvious that there was a layup. So I took it. I'm hmm. drinking Inversion IPA by Deschutes.
2: Yeah, yep. That's, yeah. Yep. yep. that's the one that popped that into my works. head, too. By the way, there will be spoilers in our beer selections.
1: Yeah, I think just spoilers going forward for the movie as above so yeah, Spoiler
0: for this oh. movie, it's filmed entirely upside down.
2: <laughs> Invert something.
0: Uh, and
1: I was thinking about getting inversion as well, but uh, Jake and I were hanging out last night grabbing a few
2: drinks, and he demanded that I not get a beer for this movie, said he had it covered. He had the perfect beer. No, I didn't say that. I said I had a beer that I wanted us... <laughs> To drink for this movie and that I would bring it over. I also saw inversion and I was like, I don't really I don't really want to get inversion. I just don't. Okay. So I looked for something else, and at that point it started to become very difficult to beer the movie. Jack, why don't you tell them what we're drinking and try to try to why don't you explain why we're drinking this beer? That's the game we're
1: <laughs> gonna play here. Alright, so we are drinking by the Omagong Brewery, uh, from Cooperston, New York. Three philosophers. Cooperston. Is it Cooperstown? Yeah, dude. Hey, Baseball <laughs> Hall of Fame, Cooperstown. Oh. Well, fuck <laughs> the local hamlet, uh, which is <laughs> a what ninety eight percent graduated ale, two percent ale with cherries added. It's a it's a, it's a Belgian quad. It's a quadrupel.
2: Yeah, it's a Belgian. I can't quadruple. read. Uh, it's, Where it's does it say that on here? Are you ninety eight percent quadrupel? Are you oh.
0: trying to like make the the mirror to this being Dante's Inferno and George's Dante and the other ones Plato and then the other ones whoever else Charon Charon.
3: Well, Karen. there's three of
1: them, and this is this is what I understand Jake's logic to be. There's three of them. They're chasing the Philosopher's Stone, so they are three philosophers, and you had a whole second thing that I don't
2: remember now. Oh, me either. I was quite drunk at the time. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Wow, we win. We win. Cheers. Ten percent. This is that's... gonna get fun,
0: right? I think Shut we up, split it. Uh, yeah,
2: this is a a
1: hefty sum, bitch. Yeah. Uh, ten percent, and I I don't love it. Well, you will after about half of one, and we got some more weight <laughs> in the wings, so... Sounds good to me. And, uh, yeah, that's that's going to do it for uh, for beers and drinking.
3: <laughs> that's not going to do it for segment. drinking. We're going to
1: be drinking segment. the entire time.
2: <laughs> yeah, so what are you talking about? I'm not done drinking.
1: Uh, but drinking beer isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. We've also maybe had some other stuff rocking our horror worlds. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go first, because I haven't had a lot that's rocking surprising. my horror world. Um, <laughs> hey, I've been doing pretty well recently. Well, Have you, no, you, you, you haven't. Dick? I have. (laughs) You've
0: done the bare minimum of watching the things we make you watch.
2: Uh, I watched The Babadook pretty recently, too. (laughs) So, when you said you haven't had many things, does that mean you had zero things? No, I had some podcasts that I've been listening to. I've been downloading
1: a couple of new... They're all kind of in the, um applying the scientific method to cryptids genre, which is one I enjoy, and they, and they vary in comedy. Um, the My favorite one of them is Mysterious Universe, which is a couple of British guys going over, um, I think at least uh, sort of accepted, not accepted, but quote-unquote accepted, not just complete horse shit, stories of cryptid sightings. Um, and what it's is pretty funny. They're, cryptids are mythical animals. Bigfoot. Like any and all? Like a...
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like a satyr. Like a... Well... Okay, sure, like, like like a chupacabra, just like, like a leprechaun. leper. God, okay, yes, phantom kangaroo, all that shit. Phantom kangaroo, what is that one? Kangaroo. That's a good one. Ooh, people see kangaroos in places there should not be kangaroos, like, like zoos? in the
2: Pacific Northwest.
1: Yeah, like somebody saw said they saw one on top of Devil's Tower in
2: Utah. Is this the real thing? This is a real thing. I think this is just people fucking with your head on the internet, dude. That's what this is. It's conspiring against me. Yeah. Okay, I believe it.
0: Are we positive the one from Utah wasn't a jackalope? They look very similar.
2: <laughs> Jackalope, another
1: cryptid. Uh, in any case, they are very funny guys. Uh, it's a really good show. I uh, I highly recommend it. Um, say the name of the show again. I, what was it? It is Mysterious Universe. Got it. Sometimes abbreviated MU. Uh, the other ones I won't mention just because I don't love them and I don't want to just like bring <laughs> them up to say they suck, but they kind of suck. So I'll just uh, I'll leave it there. Well, I'm glad you listened to them though. Yeah, listen to. I went through five or six of them. Wow, that's what I've been doing. I haven't had time do to do due movies. diligence,
0: man. You got to find yeah. the good ones. You got to yeah. sort through the wheat to find the chaff.
2: Exactly, and these guys are all chaff. All chaff. So that's what's been rocking my horror world, Jake. That's cool. How about you? That's cool. Uh, I did watch one movie and one documentary. The movie I watched is a Shutter exclusive right now. It's Dead Shack, which I think came out at the end tail end of last year, maybe. Okay. The Dead uh,
0: Shack
2: is it's a recent.
0: little old place where. We can die Get
1: together. together. Oh, I like what
2: you did. I like what you did. Yours was better. Yeah, Mark, the years. I changed a second lyric. Yeah. Yeah, Good work. <laughs> good work. Uh, look. I, for some reason, I just keep watching movies that involve zombies, and I don't know why. Because you like <laughs> zombies, dude. I don't know, but I'm not a zombie guy. You're, I think, I mean, proof's in the pudding there, bud. You when are I first the started watching guy. this, I'm not the zombie guy. When I first started watching this, I didn't really care for it. It has. The gist of it is there's kind of a fuck-up father, and his two kids and one of their friends are going away camping for the weekend, meaning they're going to, like, the cheapest Airbnb or whatever he can find in the sticks. And it starts off with, like, this kind of fucked-up family kind of potty humor. Okay. Didn't really enjoy it. Uh, But for some reason, the joke started getting funnier, I thought, (laughs) as the dad character got more drunk. How about, and and how, was your level of intoxication rising commensurately? No. Okay. My level of intoxication was zero. Uh, what? Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't drunk when I watched the movie. I don't know. It's a rarity, but it happens on occasion, <laughs> guys. I am sober on happened. some occasions.
0: <laughs> I just assumed you had enough alcohol in your body that there was always
2: just like a slow release of it into your bloodstream at all times. That's, per um, it's kind of a steady drip type thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what we got going on. Uh, look, this movie is okay. It's, there are zombies involved. They kind of mixed it up with the way they handled things because it's, Kind of a comedy, and there are very, very few zombies. It's almost more of, and I don't think this is spoiler territory. If you're to think of like the zombie hillbilly redneck family from Cabin in the Woods, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the level of zombie you get, and then they're kind of fighting against it.
1: Okay. Okay. That's and interesting.
2: And their weird, fucked up family situation happens, but it's mostly humorous. It was fine. It's on Shudder. If you want to watch it, go ahead. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. The documentary that I watched, also on Shudder, because I was just popping around on that. Uh, this week was I need to do that more it's great uh path to pet cemetery it's fine it's exactly what you would expect people now, talk about how pet cemetery got made the movie yes the okay. movie well i mean it talks about the book too okay is there like and, that story and I very the mythology
0: little. behind pet cemetery that we needed a documentary about how it got not made not
2: really it's just a much beloved horror movie and they talked about stephen king and writing the book and then the movie being made and and the song it's it's a very general like it's a very general overlook of what Pet Cemetery is. I thought it was fine. Did they go into the song? Uh, not that I recall, but Aww. I did watch that while I was drunk. Nice.
1: All right. Eh. So neither is a hard recommendation. No,
2: <laughs> but I did watch things, Jack. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, sometimes Good for you. that is better. <laughs> they definitely had multiple people m- mimicking that line.
0: Yeah, I've never done that before. It's weird, it's below you, know, you. it's pretty derivative frankly.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got to isolate that jake's version of the, of of that line is one of the Terrible. best I've ever heard.
1: I'm looking at the waveform here, and I think it was inaudible. He was looking directly away from the microphone when he said it.
0: <laughs> I think my favorite part was that it came out like you were Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Everything
1: it, I do sounds like it Admiral came out
2: Akbar. real jowly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Mark. What's been rocking your horror world? Get us off this, for it's God's it's sake!
0: It's a trap. Uh, based off of Jake's recommendation from last week, I, I watched Dig Two Graves, uh, uh, starring Micro. Yeah,
2: yeah and- no, Other than he <laughs> especially in this movie, he looks nothing like Micro. <laughs> he
0: really, do- he really doesn't in this one. He looks a little like Micro in the other one. So, starring no. Ted Levine as the grandpa, grandpappy, Buffalo. He, Captain wealthy.
2: Leland Stottlemyre. He's definitely pappy in this movie, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Pappying around. I'm beginning to expect that the only reason you suggest this movie is because the main girl's name is Jake and you are a narcissist. Is that correct? Yes. He's looking
2: confused. <laughs> it's 100% correct. Yeah, you just like right.
0: hearing your name a bunch in
2: a movie? Yeah. Uh,
0: I Look, I don't, I don't think... I, I, This is an objectively good movie. I like that. Subjectively did <laughs> not click with me at all. Okay,
2: that's fine. Fair um, enough. Also, I don't think I recommended this as, Mark, you have to watch this movie because it is right up your alley. I I said it was a good movie. Yeah, you did. It surprised me when I saw it. Uh, And it's, I mean, it's definitely not what you're expecting, because
0: I don't know how you would possibly expect this. What you get? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you expected what you got out of this, there is something fundamentally wrong with you, and the rest Correct. of movies you've ever seen are probably very surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um... Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, this is one of those movies that falls into the category of, I don't know why this is classified as horror. I think it's horror because they labeled it as horror. And if you go in not expecting it to be horror, there's almost nothing here unless you're afraid of cliff jumping. Interesting. Uh, It's basically just a drama about a girl coping with the loss of her brother. And and Ted Levine smoking stogies as much as
2: he possibly can. As much as possible. It's like every
0: single scene. (laughs)
2: It's the way to be, there's kind of this mystical tale that's interwoven that I think sort of starts to cross over. But it, you, I agree, it's something that tangentially fits, and I think the genre accepts it. But it's definitely not an out and out horror movie, that's for sure. Yeah, so it's if, you're a looking, drama.
0: if you're looking for a change of pace, look, I'll admit this is a well made movie, it's well acted, mm-hmm. it's well shot, very pretty, low barrier to entry. It's free on Netflix, yeah. Um, but it's definitely a change of pace movie, it's uh, it's <laughs> not Netflix something... premium. Netflix. I mean, yes,
2: exactly, uh, exactly. Yes,
0: you have to have 4K to stream it. No, you don't. I'm kidding. It's on normal That's, Netflix. Yeah. God damn it.
2: The I the,
0: whatever tenuous recommend. Uh, you have to be in the right headspace for it. the The other movie I watch is Insidious: The Last Key. Mmm. Yeah. Key yep. fingers. Key
2: fingers. Were the key fingers as scary as you thought they would be? No. Uh, so first off. <laughs>
0: First off, the keys are in... The only scenes you see the keys in in the trailer are the only ones in the movie. I love it when they do that. Yep. Uh, Second off, uh, this is indicative of the general writing level used in the movie. The name of of the demon with the key fingers is Keyface.
1: Little on the nose.
0: Little on the nose, but also Kinda it's shady. even worse than you're anticipating because there aren't any keys on the demon's face. The demon's so, face is just a normal demon's face. It has key fingers, but its name is it's, Key Face.
1: It's somehow at once on the nose and inaccurate. You don't see that a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's an impressive feat in and of itself, but I think, dude, this series has just fallen off the rails. I. I I really like the first two movies. The third movie Mm -hmm. is also acceptable. This one is definitely... They're starting to spiral the drain. If there's an Insidious 5, I I might just be completely out on it.
2: Yeah. They're getting very lazy. I have very little desire to see this one. The trailer kind of got me excited. Yeah, it was a good trailer. After this whole thing you're doing to me, I don't know.
0: There's, There's... I mean, the only unique part of this movie is the key fingers thing, which, I mean, is admittedly good creature design, and I like it. But like I said... The actual key demon thing is in there, key face, is only in there for the two scenes that you already saw in the trailer. So if you yeah. watch the trailer, you got the uniqueness out of this, and everything else is just generic yeah. ghost story. Done.
2: The other thing I'll say about this one is this had kind of the classic, this movie came out, and then I heard absolutely nothing about it. Never a That's good sign. That's never a good sign. Yep, It came Ever. out to like a big, pretty big release. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, Mark, let me ask you this. Does it narratively track with the other movies? Like, is it telling a continuous narrative? Or, I kind of got the feeling they were trying to do a standalone thing with this one. Like, it's not
0: called Insidious 4. No, it's not. I mean, and that's an interesting little point. I don't know why. It is a, it's basically a prequel to the first three movies... I'm just going to go ahead and do some minor spoilers here just because I don't think too many people are going to see it and we're not going to recommend it. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. if you're concerned about it, skip ahead 45 seconds or whatever. But this goes into... get more spoilery. (laughs) This goes into uh, Lynn Shay's background. It's like her as a child. She is exposed to this thing in her own house and then she has to go back to her her own house to help the guy who bought it from her family.
2: Samurai Jack. (laughs) So, uh,
0: it... The end of this movie is her seeing Dalton fall off of the ladder, which is the very beginning of the first movie. So
2: that's oh, how they right, all tie right, together. Right, right. But I okay. see. Interesting. Yeah, I probably I mean, will not be seeing this movie.
0: Yeah, i I don't think you have to. You definitely don't in order to enjoy the other movies. How did you get it? Old man style DVD in the or, well, Blu-ray in the mail. Do you ever have to ask? I mean, sometimes the last one was on streaming. Yeah, Dig Two Graves was streaming. This one was a
2: Blu-ray. So I have a question. What? Why did you choose to watch Dink2Graves streaming instead of with the, did you just not want to devote the time to doing the mail DVD thing? For that yeah, one? I
0: mean, if something is available on streaming, the quality that I can stream from Netflix is high enough that I'm fine with it. But like, if you're going to get, there are a lot of movies that aren't available to stream that I still want to see. Totally.
2: So So it's it's purely a method for you to be able to see. It's not a choice. Correct. I mean, to, to a certain Thank extent, you.
0: there are some movies I would rather watch on the Blu-ray, but it's not. There aren't very many of them I end up talking about on this podcast. <laughs> the other podcast I'm <laughs> how on. How dare that one. you,
2: Mark? How fucking dare you? Okay, how dare you?
0: I'm just saying horror isn't a genre that you, that is like the spectacle. Usually, it's like the Avengers movies and shit like that that I want on Blu-ray. You know what I mean? Depends on the horror movie. It does, but very much so. Yeah, I mean. As above, so below. Look, be yeah, any that one you on don't Blu-ray. need on Blu-ray. I'll I tell you, you that do. right now. I think
2: <laughs> you do. You'll be able to see those shakes better. Which I think is going to take us into
1: our future presentation. Sure. Speaking of. Speaking of. Over at ADZHorror.com this week we watched 2014's "As Above, So Below." Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I picked this one on a wild
2: card, just kind of threw it out there pick. As we did with all of our picks this time, Jack. Yeah, and man. We we're just kind it. of on Good a streak of it. Well, I like doing it. And speaking of that, uh, stay tuned to the end of the podcast because we're about out of movies and we have to do the same thing again. Ooh, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. we well, it' have that's about an hour next. and a half to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, th- start thinking about that one in your little brainy ears. Fair enough. So, uh, should we talk
1: about what in the fuck subgenres? It no, we should, oh. mo- we should talk about what the uh, movie.
2: We should talk about what. You have to give a thirty-second plot synopsis. Wow, I that was terrible. Think. We don't have a title. We don't have a snappy title. <laughs> it's thirty-second plot synopsis. Yeah, Tap- we have a tappily titled all the other stuff, Jack. Wow,
3: Jake, are
2: you losing your mind? I'm stroking out over here. <laughs> I would tell you I have a stopwatch ready to go, which I do, so I I'm going to tell you that.
0: Holy shit, what's happening? <laughs> these these aren't sentences you're saying.
2: Jake <laughs> yeah, has of fallen a
0: off a psychological cliff. Guys, I, 10%
1: beer. Is I, really... I think the first philosopher is hit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the philosopher Next
1: has landed. All right. Yeah. Jake's on for the, moon, for the listener who couldn't understand, Jake's incomprehensible ramblings. It was fine. I'm going to give a 30-second plot synopsis. The record will show it's fine. Clock's going to start when you start, Jack. Scarlet is a young woman in search of the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, She recruits a a cameraman for some fucking reason, and her ex-boyfriend, George, uh, the guy who cut his nipples off from Mad Men, um, to go into the catacombs of Paris and try and track this down. They find some french hoodlums who are going to lead them through the way because they know all about the catacombs for some reason things start going wrong in the catacombs and they start having to confront past experiences um and then people start dying off one by one and only through accepting your tragedy can you move forward and go above stop stop time like below
2: yeah i mean she found the philosopher's stone oh yeah a little tidbit right yeah not not terrible also sorry for the spoilers
0: from
1: edman she was the philosopher well, stone uh, all a, along. We'll talk about this. Not so, yeah, also along. Mad she became spoilers. the
2: Philosopher's stone. Yeah, it became her. This movie is baffling. <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> to talk about. It. Well, maybe yes. we
0: should start talking about it then.
2: All right. What's your so the first
0: thing? What's your guys' yeah, experience with this first?
1: I saw this in theaters when it first came out. I went to, like, a mid-afternoon Sunday showing of this by myself. I was literally the only person in the theater.
0: Jake, I find that... Jack, I find that fascinating. Frankly, both of you, I find that fascinating that Jack did that.
2: (laughs) You should just start addressing us like that for the rest of eternity. How about that?
0: (laughs) Dude, I've been addressing you guys incorrectly for years now, so...
2: (laughs) Yes, yes, you have. Uh, Why is that
0: fascinating, Mark? You... Why? I don't I didn't think people saw this in the theater A and B you went alone on a Sunday afternoon is that what you said Bro
2: this movie made like fifty mil on no budget Yeah I
0: I heard good things about it yeah.
2: and then I didn't have anything to do on a Sunday
1: afternoon I think this was
2: would have been like while I was in law school so I don't yeah, know what have. the fuck was going on Well, but well you, I don't know you weren't necessarily in a place where you did much other than drink so
1: Yeah so and That's Hannah must have been out it. of town or something because I just kipped up and biked on down to the movie theater. Smart. Yeah. And
0: yeah. How, how was your experience when you first Smart. saw it? I held this movie in very
2: high esteem. I enjoyed the hell out of my experience with it in okay. the movie theater. Okay. So this is your second viewing? Second viewing. Haven't seen it since then. Cool. Jake? Uh, second viewing. I saw this probably... Shit, I think it was like a cutting room type thing for me, early days of the site. We could probably go back and find when I first watched this. Wow. I might try to do that while I'm being quiet during this podcast. Oh, good. When I'm letting More you guys go off on some you. horse shit ramble of yours. <laughs>
1: you, you need to be distracted, because what you've been saying has so, been so tight and on point. I exactly.
0: Think, yeah. I've
2: been very, very snappy today, okay? You literally uh, just used viewing... the
0: phrase shit ramble. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did that's he? exactly what you guys do. I, th- I feel like that's on point. Okay. If you listen to yourself, you'd realize you're strengthening my argument, Mark. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, like Jack, the first time I saw this, I, I quite enjoyed it, so dove right back in. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mark, how about you? Uh, also, second time I watched the hey. first time, it was in the DVD in the mail type situation. Of course, old man style. Was it this time too? Uh, no, this time it was uh, through HBO. <laughs> and uh, whose
1: HBO login were we all using, Mark? Uh, my sisters. <laughs>
0: oh, nice. <laughs> um, you want to go ahead time and give it I, to her. First time I saw it when listener. I got in the mail or whatever, uh, did not care for it so much. Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: You're the found footage guy.
0: Well, I <laughs> am, yes.
1: And, and you're i are mean, the defender we'll... of frankly terrible found footage movies. You know what?
0: I think, I think we're going to go on a bit of an emotional journey throughout this podcast, so put a pin Good. in it for now. Interesting. All right. All right. Uh, so
1: we need to figure out what in the fuck subgenres of horror this movie fits into very important yeah.
2: our yeah. best uh, I'm by taking far. the first
1: one it's Go. found footage
2: correct
0: yes
1: S- for some reason unclear why but it is found footage
0: I mean the camera makes it out I think
2: some of them do no what it's found footage yes for the love of God it is don't even yeah. We don't, we'll talk about the the, the foundational <laughs> elements of found footage, Ooh. but it is a found footage movie, okay? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to go next, Supernatural. 100% Supernatural movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I've never been below the that deep in the catacombs. I mean, it might they be f- totally natural. It might flip upside down. Yep. It, it might. Be right. That happens. might be a force of nature. That's yeah. how Correct. gravity works,
0: guys. Yeah.
2: Yeah, if you keep going, you get to the other side of the universe, and then you loop back around. It's the same. It's Yeah, it's a wormhole. Yeah. Yeah. If you go straight long enough, you'll end up where you were? Sure. The universe is shaped exactly like the Earth. Mark, Religious is the other
0: one. <laughs>
2: okay, <cool. laughs> we're done. We're done
0: quoting Modest Mouse. Um, is it? I mean, insofar as it's a very direct Dante's Inferno allegory. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's also religious. kind of pan-religious, right? They have yeah. some... There's some Egyptian lore in there for some fucking there's reason. There's Judaism
1: stuff in there. There's definitely Christian stuff in there. Yup. But, okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, okay. That's I it. mean, you, That's they, they're it.
0: trekking through hell, and you literally find Satan at the end, metaphorically. Yeah, and they
1: do use a line directly from Dante's Inferno, so. Yeah,
0: in case you were unclear what they were referencing. <laughs> yeah. In nature. case you've never
1: heard the phrase "abandon hope, ye who yeah. enter here" before, and they tell you, <laughs> yeah,
0: I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not only just they invoke that line, but they also then say, "Oh, that's the line from Dante's Inferno." Yeah, these right.
2: people who speak fucking multiple dead languages have to explain to each other that it's from Dante's Inferno. <laughs> okay, okay, we we have to go. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into all okay. that in a different segment, Jake. Different
1: segment. Okay, we're going to end our award-winning segment here, and we're going to dive into what the we, movie does right with less award-winning type things. Yeah. What the movie does right? Yeah, uh, I was engrossed to shit in this movie. F- I inexplicably. Well I said. do
2: okay. I I one hundred percent agree with you. I do find this to be a shockingly immersive movie. I don't know why. Because I it found think, footage. I mean, that's part it of found that, but, footage helps with this one. But at the same time, when we start really dissecting it for a review like this, we get to things that are going to have to be discussed later in the podcast. I think for me, what it comes down to is it's pretty goddamn unique. It is very and I, unique. And I really like the idea of the sort of swashbuckling treasure hunt that is then mixed with the horror elements that you get. And it goes to some bananas places. It really I really, I like that. It's a pretty unique movie. And it had me, the second time as well, just kind of really interested in, I knew it was going to happen, but really interested in seeing the next thing to happen, happen. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Happen, 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 happen.
0: So, I think there's two things to point out there, and the second one's going to segue into what I was going to say anyway. The first of which is it's very immersive because of the found footage aspect, but they do something here that most found footage movies don't do, which they have multiple cameras. They have four different cameras that you're looking at. They do. So, Mm -hmm. it's found footage. You're looking directly through someone's eyes, but they are also able to cut intermittently between any of four different characters.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you have like a POV style of found footage.
1: Okay, so don't they have five cameras? Because they have that handheld camera, and then the four...
0: So, there's... Maybe maybe Go-pros? there's five. I thought there were three headlamp cameras and then the one handheld
2: camera. The big camera. But whatever. They have multiple cameras. There are numerous like cameras. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: the yeah. second of which is, uh, you talked about the uniqueness of this movie, and this is, as far as I can tell, the first and potentially only movie that is actually shot in the Parisian catacombs.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting one. I didn't know that. It doesn't surprise me, but at the same time, I just kind of assumed that they probably didn't. Yeah, I, 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 that's I, how you don't spend a lot of money, is you actually go there, and that's cool. So I mean, those are real skulls and real permits. permits, and that's probably a hassle, but... I mean, I'm sure that, like, the major bone-crawling scenes were not legitimate human remains. That would be a absolutely, definitely, definitely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, but the rest mm, of it, they're... I mean, look at pets Not Pet Cemetery. Fuck, look at Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> so
3: good.
0: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it obviously augments the whole situation very, very well. And they also spend 30 fucking minutes... It, normally, this would be a problem, right? They spend thirty minutes getting into the catacombs. Nothing scary happens for the first third of
2: this Bro, movie, but I didn't love that. Well, it's a, well, it's a really good point. They spend a lot of time doing a lot of things in this movie. Continue, and then I'll add.
0: But what it does is it allows—I mean, aside from the cold open that's like two minutes long—it allows mm-hmm. the city of Paris in general, but also the catacombs specifically, a chance to kind of be their own sort of character right they actually go on a tour of the catacombs with like an actual yep. tour guide and yep. get like some of the historical context yada yada via background exposition and then they sneak in and by that time you have you've you've basically started to understand like the context of the of the scenario that they're in which i think is actually pretty Correct. smart even though it's really really slow yeah yeah yeah
1: no, I agree with that. It it It's one of those things that I like in theory, but I it, it's hard to sit through that much preamble. I appreciate it afterwards. Yeah. It's, it's like Lake Mungo in
2: that way. I appreciate what they're doing and the work they put in to earn the things they earn. I don't like sitting through it. So it's sort of it, like... This one, doesn't, this one doesn't necessarily feel slow. It feels like you're waiting for things to happen, but it doesn't feel slow to me. Okay, sure, sure, sure. The it's... other thing that I was going to note, because I feel like we're going to miss the boat if I don't at least pop in and mention it here, is it takes this movie an hour for the first death to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, it takes its time getting several places. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, I mean, uh, it's pretty I ugly. actually
0: paused to look at the timestamp, and this is what I was saying, is it's actually 30 minutes before you even yeah. see the weird choir cult ladies. Right? And so, that is a good scare. It. I mean, well, it's not really even a scare, well, it's just eerie.
2: He, it's creepy, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, look how far down in the fucking catacombs you. Are. That, that scared the
2: shit out of me. you I think you're referring to the jump scare later. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm saying the the weird chanting choir thing. It's just okay. creepy. Okay.
0: Choir practice in the catacombs. It freaked me the
1: fuck out. Look, especially if I'd like eluded the police to go like, explore the catacombs and I was way deep in there, and then there's just lunatics fucking chanting down. Well, in this, nope. Yeah. That's the end of my journey. A bunch of naked choir later.
2: <laughs> this is getting to, you know, what else I think this really does right. Like, this is an... Eerie's a really good way to describe it. The catacombs are a creepy place, and this movie uses that setting to really good effect. There's a lot of really creepy little scenarios that they're able to build from being so isolated and entrapped, I guess, like, in that labyrinth down there. it It is... It, you feel it, for sure. This
1: movie has a lot of good, different, like, varied kinds of scares, too. It's creepy. Yep. It's got weird mind fuck shit. Yep. It's got claustrophobia, like the descent kind of stuff. It's yep. got isol- cutting off of resources. Yep. I got It's another got one. jump scares. Like, it's got a good good combo.
0: It's got a fear of heights underground. Yes. Which is a
2: fun little challenge to work into a movie. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. It's a great point. <clears throat> yeah. So, I, I really like what it had going on from that setting standpoint as a vehicle to Yeah it's hear. a really good point. Yeah. Uh I also think the acting is is also very, very well handled. That's great. I mean yeah. the the
1: two leads, right? I think our Perdita Weeks is the the female lead and Ben Feldman is the male lead. Georgie. Yeah. Uh yeah I've never I've never seen her before or since. Um but she does a great job and he is pretty good too they're both very relatable characters like i like them both she's yeah, in she's in ready both.
0: player one i haven't seen it yet i was actually trying to figure out why she hasn't had more roles but she's in that so you know steven spielberg and is she a major player in that i have like, no idea i haven't seen it um, is she player one she's actually player five yeah <laughs> um and then feldman you'll recognize probably well I, you said from madman which i have don't have any experience with but uh he's also from cloverfield i forget how many fucking people were in cloverfield yeah, he was yeah, incredible in for like
2: four minutes. Yeah. Well, four you know, seconds. Counts. He cuts off his nipple in Mad Men.
1: Mails it to a woman. Mails it? Yes. You never mailed your nipple to a woman, Mark? <laughs> You're not living right, buddy.
0: <laughs> that's that's not part of my standard courtship ritual, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> <sighs>
2: Well. You're
1: missing out. <laughs> <laughs> you got married early.
0: You yeah, know what can yeah. I say?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna try it sometime.
0: I'm gonna jump on top of your point, Jack, and say that Benji is the unsung hero of this movie. He is such a fucking good actor. He put- when he gets scared, it reflexively made me scared. He he turns in a great performance and maybe it's just because he's like he just gets fucked throughout the entire movie yeah. so he really only has like the one note to play of <laughs> upset and confused as to why he's even there and
2: also scared <laughs>
3: well,
2: yeah. Ed, Edward how Fro- does he end up this is a point of like I need to be explained this Jake needs to know I, I, he probably. how does Scarlett not? get Benji
1: I think they're just friends and maybe he's hopeful uh,
2: I imagine there Look.
1: was like a Craigslist ad she's cute as hell
2: man cute as a
0: goddamn button she is
1: so fucking cute she's a professor she speaks dead languages and other
2: languages yeah and she's also insane she's a dreamboat I mean yeah she hired a videographer maybe she knew him already what Mark why are you ruining we had a whole situation painted okay you are really he was probably a hopeful okay now you're saying it was some Craigslist shit it's not romantic at all.
1: There's a whole subplot to this movie where he was a Craigslist murderer and he was trying to kill him the whole time, but then shit got fucked up.
0: Oh, that would have been good.
1: <laughs> that would have made it even more convoluted. The world needs this movie more didn't convulsion. have enough going on.
0: Convolution.
3: God.
1: Um, for the record, Edwin Hodge played Benji. Yes, and he did a great you. job. I agree with you. Totally. And, and what, the the French actors were legitimately French actors, so their accents don't even sound a little bit fake, because they're not.
0: Because they're that, French That people? would have been a
1: real easy way to fuck it up.
0: I was going to ask you, how is her French accent? Because as a non-French speaker, it sounds like garbage, but...
2: It's not good. Okay. Her French accent isn't good, Who's no. French accent? The main girl. Perdita. When does she use a French accent? She All does over the place. often.
1: No, I mean, she says a couple of French words here and there. Oh, I see. But, like, uh, what, George is her translator, right? Well, even he's her translator speaks... into
2: Aramaic. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, because he's the fucking one person on the planet that speaks air-made. Well, the one ex boyfriend. Like, I. I, I uh, maybe not.
1: I was about to say, I'd choose one of my exes to translate something for. But now I'm thinking
2: about it, I don't think I would. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you, none of your exes just maraud around and fix broken clock towers for fun. Well, I don't appreciate you putting my exes in a box that way. I love that. What other box would you want me to put your exes into? That's like the <laughs> weirdest box I could have chosen. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that's a totally acceptable box. You're
1: stereotyping Jake and I don't appreciate it. Okay, I, you're right. I, I
0: love Maybe that as a one character. Of them does fix clock By the way, that yeah. this guy just yeah. parades around, breaks into places and
2: fixes things. Yeah, he's like a Robin Hood type character except for historical structures. This this movie also came out after the craze, right? But in undergrad and the end of high
1: school, I think I think I can speak for all three of us when I say that we got real obsessed with like urban exploration and that whole thing. Like at the same time we were getting into parkour. Yeah. You're not wrong. I don't appreciate being put into boxes either, Jack. <laughs> okay. All right. Mark and I got real into urban exploration. Uh, Jake may or few... may not have listener.
2: He's a, a few complex years before guy, this movie you know? came out. I but am.
1: I like this because it brings back up those feelings. Like
2: I like that shit. Absolutely. I mean,
0: definitely that first little bit of running from the police, ducking into like some weird side shoot thing to get I into had the catacombs. For- I had
2: forgotten about that little detail of the film with the, like the police kind of. Semi-capture them, and they're using smoke bombs to evade. Oh, that's the best. Ba- <laughs> bro.
0: Mr. Butterfly that's just like... pulls out one thing and is just like, smoke bomb, and then he's gone.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think he's Mr.
1: Butterfly, Bark. Well, his name's Pap. I know his name His name translates to Butterfly, but they call him
0: Pap. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah,
2: he's Pap. He has those Pap smears all over all the things with tags that, you know. Oh,
0: shit. Do you think pap. he refers to Jesus. his tag as a Pap smear?
2: I'm sure he does. That's why his name's Pap. That's the whole joke that they started with, and they had to land on a name eventually. I like that He's backstory good... that we are creating right now.
1: Mm-hmm. And a good beatboxer to boot. Jake. Oh, is I'm, this not happening? No. Oh, I'm not freestyling. Oh, fuck. I got really excited. Of no, all the, the
2: people second. on this podcast that should try freestyling, Jake is not the one.
0: <laughs> you're wearing your hat backward. I thought you were kind of getting into it.
2: That's a utilitarian And you got thing. headphones
0: on. You look like a regular DJ. Yeah, do, you look like a, You look like you're about to run Rabbit Run.
2: Yeah, not all i de- I'm more of like the Nordic type EDM DJ if anything. I don't I don't do anything vocal. <laughs> Cigarette dangling, <laughs> barely hanging on
1: at your lips, totally. and you're just kinda poking stuff and yeah. idling. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. The listener now knows what Jake looks like. <laughs> yeah, I look exactly like that. Also, it's a perfect description.
2: I really painted a word picture there. A very big word picture painted. What
1: Large, else does the movie do right? Mosaic, fuck,
0: fuck,
2: a let's mosaic move on. of
0: words. Fuck, let's move on.
2: What does it do, right?
0: Yeah. They do a very good job of selling the feeling of being stuck in a cave collapse. There's there's like few things in the world that are more scary than spelunking and having shit collapse on top of you. And they do it like three or four times in this movie. They do a
1: really good job of it. I went back and forth on this because there are shot for shot exact steals from The Descent. I don't know how else like to shoot a found foot right? like I don't know how else you're going to do it to make it distinct but this movie borrowed
2: very heavily from I mean me it was probably see. a big influence. Yeah. That's fair. The, the, the descent did that very particular type of fear probably better than any I, Yes, better it's than the best. anything that came before it and this is definitely I think it does better than this. You can't but. they could not have made this movie without knowing that oh no
1: the the scene where scarlet is crawling through and she's covered in
2: the blood and she's all red and the light is reflecting off that is like that's an homage like that has to be an homage
1: i mean (laughs) if it's not just intellectual property theft
2: it's an exactly 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 yeah so i feel like that's more of a tip of the cap than anything but i feel i like the claustrophobic type feeling that i get from this just as much as what i get in the descent i think that that has to do with the found footage element yeah probably Feels a little more real. It's very good, yeah. the last yeah, All the scenes where Benji gets trapped
1: are fucking ugh.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the main one. And when he's crawling through the bones and he's getting stuck. and it, Like, the thing about that scene is he's pretty visibly not physically stuck. Like, he can move all of his appendages and stuff. And maybe that's just bad cinematography on their part. But I choose to believe that they chose that... They, they framed it that way so that it would basically be more of an emotional, psychological freakout than a physical that's a, trapped thing. That's the way I took it, too, yeah.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got one more thing that I think it does right. I like that last shot a whole bunch.
0: Of them climbing out of really, the sewer? It's weird, Fucking yeah. Cool. Yes. And they, they
1: like, yeah. they set the camera down upside down when they come upside down out of this manhole, so it's, like, the camera should be upside down, but they're coming from It's really fucked up. It, make, it like, reflects how fucked up you are trying to figure out the, like, directions they're coming from and two, and I just thought it was really cool. And then having, uh, what, Zed is his name, I think, yeah. just wander off is is just a really cool ending. Which is that.
0: exactly, like, if I were that guy, that's, I'd be like, yep, I'm out. I don't care about you two. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, <that> fuck. <laughs> I'm upside down now for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm all no, discombobulated.
2: Totally. It's really cool. Yeah. To that, I think we got to talk about what it does middle guys. Not yet. To
0: that point, I have one how? more thing to note. God. They we've. I think this is probably going to come up a little bit later because it is very on the nose that they're doing the descent through hell, Dante's Inferno thing. But I like how much they committed the amount of time in this movie that they spend descending. There's you never you literally never see them going upward, as far as I'm aware. Which yeah, is a and they very go down interesting like s-
1: point. A hundred feet at a time sometimes.
0: Yeah. They're but the point is, like if you're gonna make something that mirrors Dante's Inferno this closely, they commit very, very well to always showing the characters moving downward. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And they do it pretty creatively too at certain points. Anyways, I, I just think that's a really creative and interesting decision that they executed well. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Props. Does middle? What does it does middle?
1: What does it does
2: middle? What does it does middle, guys? <laughs> what does it does? I don't middle?
1: even fully understand this category. I, I have past. something that
2: I, I really want to pot in here, and that's the cold open. We already mentioned it, but it is such a frenetic and shaky cam filled lunacy. At the start of this movie, yeah. I, it didn't hit me right. It really didn't. I prefer all I could think about were other found footage movies and the kind of slow build that you get with those, where you're introduced to the characters and their reason for filming. And with this one, you're just kind of thrown into this situation with Scarlett. Yeah, she's filming. I didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> Can I, maybe this should come to station later on. No, no, no. I I think it, it's fine because it it starts quickly which i think is a good thing but it didn't hit me comes in hot as well it it didn't hit me as well as a lot of other found footage movies which do more of i guess a focused build uh and i think that's why it's something it does middle i mean
1: strangely because she says i've got to scan these inscriptions when she means i have to film them with this camera that i have there are a-, a thousand verbs i'd go to before scan i think i think yeah, she should she
0: should have pulled out one of those like hand scanner things that existed for like a hot moment in the middle of the aughts where you could like pull a wand out and run it over a piece of paper and it would yeah scan totally
1: it. or even just like gotten a piece of paper out and some like pencil
0: lead oh just, yeah uh, be good. <laughs> uh yeah i, I really wonder I, I really wonder whether or not they threw that in there specifically to buy themselves like some excitement at the beginning so that people didn't walk away during the first half hour
1: almost certainly almost certainly right it's kind of cool that it comes in hot i like that it catches your attention early
0: yeah i i i actually think that i mean yeah frankly that is a very good does middle because it's not executed well but conceptually you need it there so good work (laughs) so
2: boring good work (laughs) you're welcome you're welcome i fit something in this weird category of yours okay i got
0: one (laughs) You better. What is what the fuck is the point of the name as above, so below? I'm so fucking confused as to what that phrase means vis a vis this me- this film.
2: It becomes you. You become it. Yeah, everything as inside you, you becomes world, outside. It will be Duh. as your world happens, you perceive it, and it is as in, you are. <laughs> as in heaven, so on earth. Are
0: you are you reading the actual. Script? Because you're getting pretty fucking close to whatever that quote was. <laughs>
1: Who? Oh, Jake went catatonic. His eyes are totally blank.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got that weird it's I got I got that weird like white film that builds over your eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's happening.
1: Uh yeah, no, I I mean they, they try to do the like as in heaven so here on earth, and then but that doesn't tie into Dante's Inferno at all. Like they they parallel Dante's Inferno too hard to try and do their own thing.
0: Yeah, they inject Egyptian lore into. Let's just okay. We're let's move move on to what the movie does wrong. We're we're there. <laughs> oh yeah, makes no fucking sense. <laughs> <The> movie,
3: <laughs> this movie makes a no of sense.
1: Hot nonsense. <laughs> it's hot nonsense that fuck. they understand. That they understand immediately. I mean, this is the most inscrutable puzzle that man has ever composed by ancient peoples that they solve in 20 seconds over and over and over again. Here's what I
2: picture. The seventh rock. You just
0: gotta pull on the seventh rock and a secret passage opens.
2: I picture this screenplay as being written by somebody who was, like, on vacation in Marrakesh to do the thing that you do there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on one real good night, they somehow happened to see that National Treasure was playing somewhere <laughs> in, like, one of the more Americanized bars and went home and proceeded to lock themselves in their room for the next, I don't know, solid week just on a drug-induced bender. I, and they penned this.
1: Yeah. Were you trying to protect the innocence of the listener there to do what you do in Marrakesh?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. The whole beatnik thing. Yeah.
0: The whole beatnik
2: thing. Yeah, no, only them.
0: That is one note that I made. This movie okay. would have been 100% better if they had casted Nicolas Cage in any of the roles. Yeah, any this was them. a
2: total Nick, Nick Cage joint. I would Jesus. I would love that. As George, Nick, yeah. Nick Cage is Benji. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd Nick
1: buy Cage that. Nick Cage is
2: Pap with a French accent. <laughs> Nick Cage Nick could be Cage a hopeful. try you know? to do a
1: French accent. It <laughs> Pap. That would be pretty fucking awesome. yeah that'd be pretty fucking rad it'd be a different movie not a bad movie but a different movie missed opportunity that's something the movie does wrong (laughs) um there is no fucking reason for this to be a found footage movie literally none well
2: other than that it no it's kind of cool it is cool it's a cool conceit wait i I, I actually i disagree with that yeah no i completely disagree with that
0: you would rather see this Think about it. You would rather see this as a fixed camera. No, That's not what he's no, saying. no, no, no.
1: I don't mean I would rather watch it as a standard shot movie. I mean, in narrative. Oh. Reason for filming. They shouldn't be lugging fucking cameras and worrying I'm about those. I'm not sold. All they're trying to I'm get. I'm not sold
2: on the reason for filming. Yeah. Especially as the movie progresses, but... They don't the st- provide one. At the start. Yeah, they don't. They're kind of like doing a thing that is so half-assed in its nature. that you are like, <laughs> I guess, yeah, so she's filming a thing. She has this guy with her. Okay, yeah. That's all you can do yeah uh I agree so yeah.
0: that's a good point to play the devil's advocate that she so the she scans advocate. the symbols at the beginning which they are immediately scans. destroyed thereafter. So, to take photographs of things that you may have missed, like, you you go in with cameras because you don't know if you're going to be successful or not, so if you aren't successful and you miss something, you can review the footage later to see if there was, like, a loose rock or something that you should have But she doesn't have a videographer with her in that first scene. Well, and that's an interesting... I mean, so she's filming herself, and I mean, I don't know why. That's one of my notes is, like, look, there's absolutely no fucking reason for Benji to exist at all. He doesn't serve a purpose other than holding a camera, but... You know, I I could buy some aspect of the world where she was like, they're actively going to blow this mother up. I am not going to risk other people, but I need to go in and see for myself where this thing is. And she goes in by herself. Sure. Except with the other guy. And
1: actually, you've, you've brought up something interesting in my mind. This movie does a weird combination of trusting the viewer and then pounding exposition into the viewer's head at other times. Like, I like the super throwaway line about the ground's too thick for cell phones down there. And just like, good, we don't need to dwell on it, but that's a thing. There won't be cell phones down there. That's cool. And Mark, like you said, there's ways to explain the camera things they're not beating you over the head with. But then, fucking, oh, you get it? It's uh, it's fun from Dante's Inferno, because this, this
0: feels like it might be hell we're going into, and Dante's Inferno was about hell. And they and already, that's, get it? that's the other thing, they had already, I mean, if you believe the weird IMDB trivia, they had already entered hell at that point. So the inscription above the gates of hell is actually like three or four floors away from the...
2: Enter, entrance to the gates of hell. <laughs> maybe it was just an elongated vestibule, Mark. Maybe. maybe it, <laughs> A mudroom. We should Hell's really mudroom. start
0: submitting our own IMDb trivia, really analyzing
1: these things. <laughs>
2: we, we The should.
0: first third of this
1: movie takes place in Hell's Mudroom.
2: <laughs> Basically. It was mostly that French EDM joint. <laughs> Christ. That's Hell's
1: okay. Mudroom. Okay. How in the flying fuck do you go about finding a crew of punks who are v-
2: intimately familiar with the catacombs? Like, how does that... So that I yeah. want to watch a movie about how she found Pap and the crew. That whole element of the movie, I think, is something that did not need to be there. Um, no, I mean, she walks around so could've... much that she gets gum on her shoes, Jack. Nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They could have introduced Pap and crew, Pap and team, in a more simple way, a more simplistic way. Yeah. The whole, like, we're on the tour and then there's an elusive guy that just kind of disappears. It's like, oh, he'll be at this club. And they go to the club and find... It's weird. It's weird. So, elusive guy who disappears. This is another question that Jake asks. (laughs) Was that just supposed to be kind of like a... Ooh, like foreshadowing of weirdness because there's also the the lady in white who eventually jump scares the fuck out of benji to death right at that place that they go to to find pap yep Is and there, there's also the mole were they connected so yes, no. yes 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 the oh god it's not very well explained the guy and they don't i don't want them to tell me but i need to understand it more readily
0: the guy who tells them where to find butterfly pap
2: uh-huh uh, is the mole, Lataup. Mr. Schmear? Please.
0: Yeah, Mr. Smear. Uh He's he's the guy <laughs> they find later. He's Lataup. He's the mole guy, mole man. That was
2: him. Yes. Oh, I thought it was just some hoodlum. So
0: he's a dude who like exists purely within the catacombs at this point, and he's just yeah.
1: Well, the, he he like yeah. That I don't buy that he vanished and, and just lives in the catacombs now.
0: Well, so, I mean, if you're, look, did you guys do the deep dive on the IMDb trivia? Because there's a lot of nope. IMDb trivia on this.
2: Did not. Okay. Is he kind of like a, no, Mark. Is he kind of like <laughs> a, a, a supernatural force in and of himself at this so point? So,
0: he is a dude who was exploring the catacombs and got trapped in limbo. Okay. He was friends with Pap. He was friends with Pap, and then he got trapped in limbo. And if you remember limbo from Dante's Inferno, it's where all the philosophers live, right? It, A weight closed on my heart for what the noblest suffer. There are all 3
2: philosophers live there. One of them. One of the philosophers. So
0: no, no, no. Literally all the Greek philosophers live there because it's everyone who never did bad in their life, but they weren't good enough to get into heaven or they weren't baptized
2: because they were yeah. literally before Christ was around. Yeah. So and th- it's it's fine. It's just boring. So their, their <laughs>
0: hell in Dante's Inferno is that they live in a gigantic fucking library, and it's actually kind of everything yeah. they want, but they, but there's a roof on the library so they can't see God. So they're blinded from, like, the heavens. Correct. So him walking around in the darkness is him being trapped in limbo. So he's, yeah. he's dead, and his spirit is trapped there, and he's yes. just there to suggest to them where to go and find Papillon. I mean, that makes sense. Mark? Yes.
1: Mark? Next time you quote the bard, I'd prefer if you did it in its original Greek, please. It's not the bard. Also, wouldn't be Greek. I was doing a bit of how getting both parts of Dante
2: wrong. I was, do, I was doing. It was a bit. It didn't work. Look, let's move past it. Okay. I think we should focus on it for a while.
1: Uh, okay. Let me let me make the joke like I was going to no, in I the first place it. before I, I tried watch, to I be watch, funny.
0: Mark, watch. next time you quote Dante, do it in its original Italian, please. I don't speak Italian, but I do. Re- one of my favorite quotes from Dante's Inferno is, "And a weight closed on my heart for what the noblest suffer." When he's de- when he's describing limbo. It's good. Yes. I'd prefer it in the Italian. Well, or Greek, I, as the case. And away it goes down to my heart.
2: Nailed it! Wow, that's nailed insulting. it in one.
1: He got it right there. That's what I'm that's fucking exactly talking what about. That sounds like you're right. Yes.
2: <laughs> yep. That's exactly how it goes. Good job, Mark. I speak a lot
0: of dead languages. Dead languages, yeah. <laughs>
1: Italian, a dead language, or I guess just a very offensive Italian stereotype accent. dead language. I thought
0: that was—I thought that was Latin. Did I not speak in Latin? That was my attempt at. (laughs) Was that not
1: not Latin? You were speaking in tongues. I think. I I would like to play it backwards. I'll tell you what. Yeah,
2: there's gonna be some (laughs) hidden message there, for sure.
0: Uh, lastly, there are some incredibly cheap jump scares in this, and I don't feel like they needed them. Especially the last, like, little bit when the- List them. When the fucking statues come to life, or
2: whatever they are. That one sucks. They look shitty, too. Yeah,
0: like, you were doing fine without them. You don't- well, I don't. I don't know why they need to. Yeah, do they it. don't
1: need a mark. I wanted a couple. You you want a couple jump scares to capitalize on the sense of dread you're building. Like I think it helps release some things. It builds to something. I like a it jump scare. That yeah, but they already just
0: they had yeah, just gotten through release, the best Jake. jump scare of the movie when Benji falls down the well. So my favorite and jump scare was, was really
1: actually like when she pulls the hood off of what she thinks is her dad, and it's actually her. I like that jump scare. I thought that worked well for me. Which is immediately sure. after that.
0: So, you have yep. the you have my favorite jump scare kind and of, then a shitty jump scare and then your favorite jump scare.
2: They're all at once. <laughs> they really are. It kind of yeah, their their distribution of jump scares is a little bit bizarre,
0: which really. is which is fine from a pacing perspective. I actually kind of like that cuz you are like like really? Jack said they're building towards something. But you really you really don't need that statue's coming to life and biting people thing.
2: <laughs> no, they suck, man. Yeah. They're terrible looking and also I got to say like Near the end of the movie, the effects start to show a little bit of wear. Yeah, I don't know. There's, like, a, there's that literally sh- a smoke that monster. Looks shitty. It does seem like they ran out of budget. The literal smoke monster looks <laughs> shitty. Uh, when they jump down the final well, wow, that looks shitty. <laughs>
0: there's, they actually legitimately go through like a real wormhole.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. It's it's no no Why didn't it? They could have made it so much better by just having them jump and then using blackness and noise and then having them land. Like, don't show anything, and you'll also do less work. So win win. Yeah, it's fucking. A, it's a. It's atrocious, is what it is. It was fucking. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm mad about it. Actually, Jesus, they wasted their time, and it looked like dick. Uh, I want to move back to something the movie did right because I forgot to
0: bring it up. Oh we'll my, go my god, okay, we're what you We just did the, the piano direction. scene, but you know the what? Pi- no, I like the way you're doing this, Jack, it's- because this we're watching a movie about going down about and then going flipping back flipping up.
1: things up. Yeah, yeah. Mark, a lot of twists in this thing. Keep up. Mm. Uh, what did you guys think of the piano scene? Because that's my favorite scene in the movie. That freaked me the fuck out when I saw it the first time. It did not disappoint this time. It held up.
0: So the, I guess the, I mean, I like it, but the thing that freaks you out is just that the A four key or whatever it is is. No, the whole
1: thing, like, that. The, that
0: first off, the piano
1: is fucking there, so, 90 feet down in the catacombs. And again,
0: just to, I mean, again, IMDb trivia that I in no way verified, but apparently they actually did lug a fucking piano down there. Well, yeah, but that doesn't change, if I was in the catacombs, not expecting a fucking stand-up piano, and an
1: upright piano was down there, I'd be freaked the fuck out. And would you play the
0: song from your childhood on it?
2: Why not? That's probably the one thing you can
0: play. I mean, yeah, he says that. He says that's the only thing he can play. I don't know why he would play it, though. My body Lies Over the Ocean. God. Why not?
1: Yeah, I definitely... I'd plink out a few notes. I'd probably do something like chopsticks. Or heart and soul.
0: Or what's the thing where you just, like, make a fist and you roll it up and you go... Yeah,
1: nailed it.
0: I'd fire off a quick flight of the bumblebee. Yeah. (laughs) You know... My brain whenever we're wherever whenever we're in like cemeteries or in the catacombs or something, whenever we're in whenever that Whenever setting... we're
1: in cemeteries or in
2: the catacombs whenever... <laughs> Hey, second stroke of the episode was Mark's. <laughs> <laughs> my, brain,
0: my brain goes to this place of like, you know, if your if your soul is trapped with your corporeal body and you're just like in this amphitheater of dead people just chilling for eternity, wouldn't you kinda want a piano down there just in case someone were to stumble down and like that, that would be the only entertainment you've had for hundreds of years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you think that'd be worth it? Yeah. I mean, like it's not worth it, seconds but it's of, better of than like, shitty, literally nothing. A, shi-
0: a shitty cover of My Body Lies Over the Ocean? Where the A4 key doesn't work?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's lame. Good talk. Uh, I don't agree with that. I like the phone being down there watching people try to order pizza they don't get their pizza because they can't get their pizza down there
0: or even Maybe better really- what
2: if they order the pizza and the pizza guy comes
0: and then you get to like smell pizza for the first time in hundreds of years
2: as uh, above so below too.
1: it's this pizza it's this very dedicated pizza boy's journey into hell yeah. yeah Ooh, dude let's cut this part out i'm calling Paramount. yeah patent who owns patent. this movie all you have to do is say patent that's how it works, right? Also, you're a lawyer? That's a fucking patent, a script, an idea for a script. Is I a patented patent. it. A script for an intellectual property you don't own. That's a patent. <laughs> yes, as your lawyer, yes, that's a patent. Thank you. So I thought. So I fucking thought. You're protected now. I'm always protected. And- I always use protection. <laughs> <laughs> What's the subtitle for As Above, So Below 2? This pizza's hot as hell. Oh! oh! That's the tagline. That's the
2: tagline. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what goes on the poster. Patented, closer. too, by the way. <laughs> Dickhead listener. As above, so below too.
0: To the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this pizza that I own in a box to the left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna... We're there.
2: No, I have one more. Okay, it's fine. I have one more that to- that is like hanging, and I'm not sure where to put it, so I'm gonna put it on top of your train whistle. That was
1: the most, like, like subtle train whistle we've ever had for arriving at nitpick station
2: we also didn't
1: say it we were just giving our listeners a lot of credit to know that we've arrived at nitpick station yes based on mark
2: he says okay and blows a goddamn whistle (laughs) i had one more so scarlet has this character trait that is one of my least favorite character traits that is possible in a character and it's the character you're saying character a lot so he doesn't this, know a lot of the, words. The Monk. character you gotta fill in. The character that Charlotte is has this character trait <laughs> that the other characters have to sit there while her character just acts. She she notices something and she says nothing. She just jumps, springs into action, and they have to ask her what she's doing while she's just frantically freaking out. Dude, no shit. I have this thought.
1: It's an episode of Monk.
3: It's, it's I don't monk watch monks. Silently
1: I... walking around the room, observing things, and then the police captain has to be like, What what do you see, monk? There are so <laughs> many
2: half of half of the characters, Mark, scripts are this. What are you doing? If you could Charlotte, draw the French accent, what are you doing? Charlotte, what are you doing? Nailed it. There's a lot of great great stuff
0: in this episode <laughs> pertaining to race relations <laughs> and other cultures. What are you
2: doing, Charlotte? Shakespeare being racist against the French. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> fuck them. It's fine. I,
1: I thought you took that to it. Actually, it was a joke,
2: <laughs> and then you made it actually offense. I eat freedom fries. <laughs> uh, so for the, record, I, French, I actually, I like for the record, French, I'm just kidding.
0: I actually, for the record, French, I'm just kidding. So wait, where are you potting this, Jake? Is that a neat pick, or is that something you actually wanted to say? How is that a
2: neat pick? I fucking hate it. Oh, you
0: hate it. I love I that. Hate,
2: I hate that character trait. Oh, I, I like hate it a listening, lot. Why? I hate listening to people being like, Charlotte, what are you doing? While she's just freaking out. I, it annoys me to no
3: end. I mean, the A, no it, end.
0: it makes sense
2: from a, what
3: from a narrative
0: is. standpoint of she's the fucking double phd master's student who speaks a billion dead languages she's not gonna be telling people like oh this is the riddle we're answering the but riddle she, i i Let me walk you through this step by step that seems even less organic what than what it
2: ends up being that's not what i'm saying though i'm saying what she chooses to be i do not like it okay the way she acts is annoying she's monk
0: Why, why is it annoying? It's it's more of a nitpick.
2: You're right. It's more of a nitpick because it's clearly not something that you agree with so
3: yeah nitpick
0: so i like it because it makes sense to me but it also i mean this is a pretty common like character writing trait to inject exposition where you leave at least one character out of the like what's going on everyone else assumes they know what's happening and then that one character is able to play the proxy of the audience and say okay back up a sec why are you fiddling with that knob or whatever but mark jake jake's going
1: that's it's too far the opposite direction right because a better way to have that exposition would be to have two characters talk about it and figure it out
2: themselves i mean she does frequently with george that's also why george is there
1: we're forced to undergo the exposition because she's just doing it all in her head i
2: don't need i don't want to listen to the exposition of charlotte what are you doing like 11 million times during a 90 minute movie it's annoying (laughs) Uh,
1: can we can we talk about the fact that she is always right Literally every time she has a solution or tries to it solve works. a puzzle or thinks she's the fucking Philosopher's
0: Stone. Except that. Well, which. Except for the one time a... that George saves her life with with the rocks. But yes. Sure. It, that is a bold,
2: bold conclusion to come to that I've become. I'm the Philosopher's Stone now. Yeah, so I have a question. <laughs> so now that they're. I, I, I presume. That she still has the ability to, like, cure by kissing and all these things? Is she still the she, Philosopher's Stone? Em- does she embody the Philosopher's Stone? Is she that now in uh, the real world? What about the other two? And they made it through the whole journey, and they didn't get superpowers. Yeah, but she was the one that possessed it.
3: <laughs> I mean, so we is all she, possess if she, it.
2: I'm forced now to believe that she has these powers that she exhibited. She's a so Is she human. just going to now be... Is she going to hide it for the rest I think of her this days? Is the is prequel to the, on?
1: I think this is the prequel to that Miss Marvel movie coming out this summer.
0: No, Jack, this is the prequel to As Above, So Below 2, to the left, to the Two. left, to the right, to the right, my pizza's hot, or something, whatever. In a box to
1: the left. All my all the pizza I own in a box to the left. I was doing a Beyonce
2: thing. Yeah, this, we just talked about this. Yeah, yeah it's a prequel okay. to that. She Which, actually becomes Beyonce. And that's, and that's a prequel that's to this That's where Marvel. they're going to explain what happens with her powers, is she's going to eventually put them in pizza. She becomes Carol Danvers, and then Brie Larson plays her. No,
0: no, guys. She becomes Beyonce Beyonce is the Philosopher's
2: Stone That's Definitely. the most logical thing you've said all day That's the most logical thing Answer to what Beyonce is yes. <laughs>
0: It's just literally the Philosopher's Stone
2: Beyonce equals sign philosopher. <laughs> but Stone. I mean It is an aggressive conclusion to
1: come to that You know what I'm probably the Philosopher's Stone now It worked out right. And she's correct As above
0: so below Jack <laughs> <laughs>
2: if I and feel like, it in my head I
0: feel it in my loins <laughs> As to the upper right diagonal, so to the lower left diagonal. I don't understand how any of this works. That was actually another one of my fucking nitpicks. Was so there's a line like where nitpicks, they're so. just saying, "What is this?" And she's like, "It's the key to all magic. It's the yep, key to it's all, the all magic.
1: Key to magic. Like by, there's magic, and this is the key to it." There's a lot of conclusions you, you passed by there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. F- Fuck, Jake, walk us through. You got 11 million. Walk I'm us trying through to I'm people. trying to find like the oh, next good. You good don't one. have any. No, I have
2: a lot. It's fine. <laughs> Why? So okay. Yeah, you're you're floundering over there. <laughs> no, I'm finding things. I have to read, and it's hard. His hands are getting sweaty. He's having to rub them on his pants. It's fine, man. The second philosopher hit a while ago, and it's hurt me. <laughs> okay, well, the second philosopher is a painful one.
0: Mark. You run us through your list before the third philosopher hits. I'll try. <laughs> So go.
1: So
2: that do. That man,
0: give us a
1: thing.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to so go. So do. Holy shit, Jake. So George, Georgie, he, there is almost no, like, whoa, it's weird that you're filming me when I first meet you and I'm in this clock tower that you've just broken into and I'm up here. I think he's used there to it. There is no, like, why are you filming? He just starts having a conversation and is joking about Turkish prisons. Yeah. Why would you not comment on the camera, Georgie? <laughs> That's I mean, a very good it's point. their weird. friendship
0: goes way back and she's clearly one to she, film everything.
2: She, she always films, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. <laughs> She probably has just a closet full of sex tapes. Yeah, VHS yep. tapes with Names various stars. On them, yep. Real freak in the sack. This yeah. one, George, okay. three stars. Okay. He was three stars. Mark, three stars. the guy's willing to cut off
1: his own nipple and yeah, mail it come to on. people. He's you at, know he
2: gets down. He's at least a four star. He gets da- He's a
1: four star man. Yeah. God. There's a lot of references happening You're right fucking
2: now. Fucking asshole. Very, very joke dense podcast. Appreciate it. What appreciate. else you got? What else you got? You want me to just keep going? Yes. Yo, well, fuck you. We asked that. you. Is dude, it really three okay? Times so is that. it really that shocking to think that there could be a hidden chamber like in the catacombs? They were flabbergasted when they had the discovery that they had to put it together. Oh, so these areas collapsed. What does that mean? Oh, there was a hidden chamber. This and one after we've just described the hundreds of miles of catacombs, this... and then also if that's the case, then why would there ever have been a mystery about it? Because. The people back then, it's not like a difficult conclusion to come to. No. There are catacombs in Paris. If things fall in, it's because there are catacombs in Paris. End of story. And they treat it like it's the fucking Rosetta Stone. This was one of my nitpicks. I don't understand. And
1: it's it it's similar to yours. I totally agree with yours. Pap's knowledge of and familiarity with the catacombs varies wildly,
3: wildly
1: from shot to shot. Sometimes he knows every nook and cranny, and no matter what hole they fall through and what canyon gets crossed and closed off from cave-ins, he knows exactly what direction they need to be heading. Mm. And sometimes he's like, oh, the catacombs have two doors.
0: Well, fuck, I never <laughs> thought about that. Yeah. Dude, he clearly <laughs> like, is stoned for, like, most of his life, so. He is,
1: he is back and forth as all fucking shit. It's crazy. Um, I, I don't know if you guys noticed this. I have never been more aware of my thoughts as much as I was thinking about how good the mics on a GoPro are throughout this movie. You've never been more aware of your thoughts. I was. I
2: have a nitpick about your comments. <laughs> okay. And yeah. yeah you, no sense. you talk
1: to
0: me about <laughs> sentence structure.
2: Yeah, that makes a lot of I'm sense. I'm trying, Jack. <laughs> my, 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 the second philosopher. My thoughts really come in the and out, with the I have never like been years,
0: more so. clear when I was thinking about microphones.
1: Look, I. I what I'm saying is, <laughs> I don't know. Man. I spent a lot of time wondering about because the sound is. I mean, it's good sound. It's good professional sound, but there it shouldn't be. Like sometimes they're across the room in a cavernous fucking yeah. room on a
2: GoPro camera and you can hear it like they GoPro sounds not good. Yeah, like they're yeah. hanging out right next to each other.
1: So it bothered me that the sound wasn't at least at, fucked with a little to be more reflective
2: of that. It'd be really annoying though as the viewer to have to listen to shit sound. The whole so, time. I was real aware of it. So
1: I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to combine your nitpick with one of my nitpicks and solve them both. When they stop to put on headlamps, because why the fuck would you have to stop to put on a headlamp? Maybe they also put mics on. <laughs> Okay, and and even though he's
1: testing the cameras one by one and calling them by their name... Uh, okay, camera two? Okay, camera two. Cam- camera three? Okay, camera three. He's just making no acknowledgement whatsoever
0: in the microphones? Yeah. Nope, yep, not at all. And actually, that's a good transition into, into one of my nitpicks. He had a spare... So he didn't give everyone a, a camera, but the spare camera, or the spare headlamp that he kept in his bag, expecting George to not come... Had a camera, Georgie. In.
1: Yes. What? It makes a lot
0: of sense, Mark. It makes a lot of sense. Just a backup camera that we don't need to use, just in case. Just in case yeah, George comes, you fine. know. Just it's in case we need to smoke. I brought away Georgie some
1: it.
2: galoshes too. <laughs> Asshole. Georgie has some issues. George he has a lot of issues. Hey, Jake, George, go. It's okay, J- Jake. You want a lightning he's a, round? He's a nitpicks? lonely boy. I don't really want a lightning round. I'm just going to keep going until we put, to potentially run out, we'll see if I have anything else How about that. Sounds so. They, I have when more. When they actually, when we're done, when are going to keep going until you run out and see if you have any more.
0: No, just I'm like- going
2: to. We'll keep going okay. until we all run out, and if okay. I have any more, his thoughts
0: have never okay. been more clear.
2: Okay, <laughs> dude, this beer is is uh, it's heavy. It it's is a, a hefty lot of beer. beer. Um, it's a lot of beer in one beer bottle. When they first go in the I don't want to go down there, that tunnel's evil thing, uh, that <laughs> your, sounded your more French like Austria. Yeah, that your French guys sounded like Austrian. They're <laughs> <laughs> close to each other. Geographically,
1: <laughs> it's fine. Wow. Your papillon is turning into a Wiener schnitzel.
2: Nice. It's the German word for butterflies. I understand it. Yes, that's what it means. <laughs> yeah. um, Jesus Christ! When they first go <laughs> into that tunnel thought. and they meet, I know, dude, it's difficult. Okay, when they meet uh, Tunnel Rat or whatever his name was. What was his name? The mole. Tunnel Rat guy. The mole. Why does the mole start talking to his French friends in English? Why is the first thing he says to his French friends English? I Why is it not French?
1: Well. I have that note as well. Come
2: on, mole. The Pap talks to his girlfriend in English. Th- I mean, well, but that's. I in mean, hushed would, tones, like, away
1: from the group. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No.
0: Okay, I'm gonna... We,
1: Jake, this just happened to us last night. We were at a bar yep. hanging out with a bunch of, uh, a couple of our friends, our friends. and their family yep. who are, are Mexican, and they were talking to each other in Spanish right there, Yeah, because why wouldn't you? That's their native language. Yeah. And we weren't a part of that conversation. Yes. And that's a, exactly what they weren't doing in this. Like, yes. hey, these strangers They did what you would aware. not do in reality. Exactly. In, yeah. yeah, it made no sense. I have a pile yeah. so I on nitpick.
0: Pile on nitpick for this Great. one. Great. Pile it on, baby. Okay so
1: train whistle for that
0: uh uh, no No, there's there's not there's not don't try it it. (laughs) oh god there isn't but
1: let me blow this whistle for 11 seconds
0: (laughs) uh he is translating a poem from the aramaic why does it rhyme in english (laughs) <laughs> I didn't
1: think about that. Hundred really percent. That was another one. That's a really good yep. one.
2: There are a lot of really solid nitpicks for this movie that aren't quite what it does wrong, but they're that's
0: definitely something that look that if, if for that to make sense within the narrative, he's just like straight spitting like a freestyle rap that Maybe translates the riddle.
2: Maybe this is a neat pick, Mark.
0: It yeah. I don't. It's just a pick. I don't know where to pot it because it could be awesome
2: or it could be incredibly it's stupid. Neat. It's a pile on nitpick. I think it's neat. Yeah. Neat pick. Okay, yep. continue with what our lighting. I got round. some that's more Benji really well. stuff. So Benji, Benji has kind of an inconsistency in his like acceptance of his role as a documentarian, because when they're first like is hanging that out, his role? I don't know what his role <laughs> is. Okay, that's a problem. But there's an inconsistency there. Why is his character just like quizzing these the French trio when they're getting geared up in their van? He doesn't trust him. But he is just. Uh, That doesn't make sense. You're, okay, look, that makes sense to me. You're Mm -hmm. breaking the law. Okay. And so I want, like, I want to know what these people are capable of the task. Nobody's, like, asking, like, what are the dangers we're going to see down there? It's like, (laughs) bro. Well, you don't need to be asking this while you're filming. Like, you're going to have a real conversation. Let's do some real talk for a minute. <laughs> he's like, tell me. Tell the camera while you're looking at the camera, not necessarily me, because he's holding the camera right. at this point, point. they're looking at the camera, not his eyes. Yeah, he's
1: pulling a T.J. Miller from Cloverfield. He's not holding it up. He is, and yeah. it's annoying. Yeah. What's What's Sorry. his name? wad wedge hud hud thank you his God name damn is it.
3: hud i forgot like a heads up it's to probably say.
1: not wad <laughs> it probably wasn't it's <laughs> wad why. it's all wad. your
2: nitpicks with huds you should know his name is hud <laughs> yeah dude. fuck that's God the real idea here
0: i mean I, I suppose if you were in the world where they're gonna put this out as like the national treasure style hunt for the philosopher's stone documentary that comes out on like bbc or whatever maybe yeah. they want that footage of like this is the danger we faced or something
2: yeah. Sure. That's thing uh, I it. don't
0: think the French police
1: would chase you near the catacombs and then once you disappeared inside just like oh, he got away.
3: Oh, oh there there was that a smoke scoundrel. bomb, guys. We
2: had to we had to avert. Yeah, we had to just abandon <laughs> That's it. we be fine. <laughs> we lost them. They're fine. They're down there. Yeah. You, don't, you don't you don't get it. There I assume they'll die. die. And it I had that one and another one that I had that was somewhat similar was when they're in the museum and she does her bullshit thing when they buy their 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. You would never be out of eyeshot and you would absolutely be on camera. Yeah. There are, there are a litany of problems with that <laughs> whole situation. So,
1: yeah. Jake, it was a different time. It was 2014. <laughs> I know.
2: Things were not as uh, right and tight in 2014 as yeah, they are exactly. now. I, look, the, the rest of them get to a point where I don't even want to. In the spirit of making sure this podcast ever ends, <laughs> I am totally comfortable forgoing the rest of my nitpicks. This yeah, is it's, the it's cast that
0: bit. never ends. It just goes uh, I'm out.
2: I'm out of nitpicks. She, just, so Mark can just, stop singing Lamp Chop. Just keep singing Lamp Chop. It'll take us to ratings.
0: Some people started think, listening to it, not knowing what it was. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the song right or your parody of the song right. Let's
1: go to fucking ratings. That's the end. I'm cutting you that off. That was terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: To the left, to the left. Everything you own in the box to the left in the closet, that's
1: my stuff. We over at ADZ Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For 1, think of how Jake Peralta would rate Turning His Back on Ska. Ska defines who I am as a person and I will never turn my back on Ska. Ha! And for 10, think of how Bob would rate his sailing ability. Guess what? Ahoy! I sail! I'm a sailor! I sail! Isn't this a breakthrough? I mean, that th- I'm a sailor? I sail? I, I sail now? Keep sailing, Bob! Out on a boat on the lake, way far away from the dock, with the end of the wind with the sky and everything! Ahoy! Stories first category to rate these movies. This was my pick. I'm giving it an 8 for Story. It's fucking unique. Yes. It's a mess in the pan-religious nonsense horse shit they're trying to get to here. The she becomes the sorcerer's stone. What it is it actually? Her. It becomes her uh what's the thing? What's they the non-American version of the sorcerer's the stone? The philosopher's, philosopher's, philosopher's stone. Thank you. You're drinking about a... the
2: beer, you're wow. I think the third Philosopher's hit him.
1: <laughs> um it's but like we talked about, this is fucking unique. There is not another movie even vaguely approaching what this movie Correct. is. Really cool. It just starts off with a character who's breaking into places to fix clock towers.
2: Like this, it's there's a.
3: It lot doesn't
1: start off with
2: that.
0: That's like fifteen minutes in. But I hear what you're
1: saying. Yeah, because they
2: had to do their whole cold open thing in <laughs> Iran or wherever they were. Look, it's a unique story. I don't have a lot more to say. It's an eight. Uh, I'm gonna jump right on. I gave it a seven and a half for pretty much the exact same reasons as you. I have very little else that I can it's a say. Cool story. Like they're they're the the element of the story that is a treasure hunt is super unique to the genre and then they add a bunch to that, but yes like you said, there is some stuff happening here that is very convoluted this, and weird. This could have been a 10. Like,
0: wow, I think it would have been that's difficult a simply claim.
2: because of the, na- the nature of this story would have been difficult to do <clears throat> in a tight, sensical manner and sure. they really, as they exhibited they really went off the rails. They did not try to keep it tight. Yeah, 7.5 for me
0: Okay, so I totally understand where you're coming from, and I like it. I like that you did that. But also, I gave it a five, because I'm not 100% positive. I'm not 50% positive. This story makes any fucking sense at all. Are you 40% positive? (laughs) I I feel like watching this movie for story is like watching a sleight-of-hand trick. Like, what ends up happening (laughs) is fun and entertaining, But like the actual connective tissue of what occurred didn't isn't what actually happened.
2: Let me ask you a follow up question to that. So if we're talking synopsis of the movie, Uh that that element of the story, pure, simple, 50,000 foot view scaffolding. Is it higher than what you just gave or is is that in lockstep with what you just gave?
0: I feel like that's what the rating is, so it's in lockstep with. No, the- I don't necessarily
2: think so. I think I think that if you were to talk about what this movie is from a super high level, it's very unique and interesting. It's when you get into the weeds of how it takes place and plays out that you get into trouble. You're just going to hell, but also you're going to heaven
1: because heaven is the same as on. I Earth. think I
2: think what's going to happen is we're going to have a little <laughs> bit of a flipsky flipsky score here. We might. Yeah. It's it's highly possible. Yeah, I think you're. I think you went a little deeper than we did. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, uh, World Building and Immersion is our second category.
1: I'm going to give it a five for World Building and Immersion. I'm having a real hard time with this one. Look, it's a hard movie to review, Jake. Don't laugh at me. It's it's way more immersive than it has any fucking right to be. With With how much I was worried about The nonsense that's happening, why they're filming, how the GoPros are getting this kind of sound, just what in the fuck is going on, why she's just expositing about things she thinks and is instantly right. Like, it shouldn't be as immersive as it is, but it's goddamn immersive. My heart wants to even give it a higher score. It's a five, because I don't know what else to do, and uh, I'm just going to back out slowly and let you... I'm a
0: wash in a sea of emotion.
2: My heart wants to give it a higher (laughs) score, and it does. Uh, I gave this a six. Oh, you rebel. It's in spite of a lot of things. There is, From a found footage standpoint, I'm one of those people that's like, if you're going to do found footage, you need to answer the found footage questions. Yeah. And this fails that test. All of them. But for some reason, it's still interesting. And I think that, that it's still intriguing and it still pulls me in and it is still immersive. I think part of that is the world they build. That world of treasure hunting is a unique one, and I like it, so I'm trying not to do the double jeopardy, or not double jeopardy, but counting double credit. twice, double yeah. credit here. But I kind of have to, because world building's a thing. From an immersion standpoint, there's a lot pulling it down, so it can't be a super high score, but I did give it a six.
1: Actually, you, you you said something really interesting, which is the the world building gets a huge number of points just for being in the, the catacombs. Yeah, totally, yeah. Cool world,
0: yeah. Mark? Uh, There's not a whole lot I can say here that you haven't already said. I gave it a seven. We flipsy-flopsied. Yeah, exactly. It's it's found footage, so I like it. They shot in the actual catacombs, so I liked it. Yeah. I don't need to belabor
1: the
2: point. Problems from the questions, but yes.
1: Scare Factor is going to be our third category. I'm giving this a seven. For Scare Factor. Okay. This movie freaked me out the first time I watched it. It freaked me out this fucking time. Like I said, what's what it's getting the most credit for here is the huge variation in kinds of scares it has. It has the creep factor. It has slow burn, existential dread. I don't know what's going on. Mind fuckery. It has claustrophobia. It has good jump scares. That I, A couple of bad jump scares, but a couple of good jump scares, too. It has the resources cutting off. It's just... It does it all, and it does it all pretty goddamn well, and those couple of scenes the chanting down in the catacombs like things being in the wrong place that really freaks me out a lot so like the chanting in the catacombs and the fucking piano down in the catacombs those scenes worked really and really the well phone. for me the phone the What's phone I like for the next movie the okay. phone I
2: like less. the phone was for the, the
1: my pizza is in a box to the left to the left over the ocean
2: left
0: to the left to the left
2: jake i, I don't think six. either
1: of you've ever
0: heard that song
2: <laughs> i gave it a 6 okay Almost the exact same reasons. Yeah. I don't need to
0: belabor. Yep. Okay. Circle the wagons. I gave it a six and a half. Yep. Um, one really thing we, really we should in. revisit is that not only do you get the supernatural scares here, but you also get claustrophobia and heights inexplicably, which is nice. That's a good, yeah, that's heights a good underground. Yeah. It's a good combination of things. Yeah. Totally. Good
1: point. Uh, effects or judicious lack thereof. I'm going with a Seven. Okay. This is an this is definitely a judicious lack thereof. Like they get huge props for having filmed in the catacombs, right? So that is, that's just not an effect. Correct. That's just a thing they did. Well, Well, but we put we put totally. props and, and, and put props in yeah, sets. Yeah, yeah. Sets are like so a they fucking use their, they use their yeah. budget very intelligently yeah. by just filming there. So the sets all look great because right. the sets are the fucking place. Yes. Apart from that, the effects are pretty minimal in terms of what you actually see. Yeah, there's some makeup. some of the. There's some makeup and some of that makeup, some of the the, uh, wounds are pretty gruesome and that works pretty well. That loses some points at the end. Like we said, there's a smoke monster and some statues, but you know what? It's pretty goddamn good. And they did a good job like working within their. They didn't, I never overtly noticed them making things darker or shakier than they needed to be because they were trying to hide a bad effect.
3: Hmm. So Jake,
2: I gave it a six. The only thing I was like... Uh, what did I give it? A seven. Okay. <laughs> the only thing... Wow, you literally just gave the score. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to add to what you said is that I, I don't necessarily totally agree with the judicious lack thereof. I think that there are a few instances where... And they are few, so I kind of understand your point, but the, the instances where they do start to get into things, they don't go well. I don't... The, the PAP car scene we haven't really talked about at all that looked janky as shit as well oh you know we
1: never fucking talked about this whole fucking movie oh god i totally forgot about this how most of their do tell quote unquote sins or whatever are things that are not even my they're all the characters are correct when they're screaming it wasn't my fault like it just literally wasn't so but that's also kind of true in dante's
0: inferno too there are some really fuck up people in that mo- in that book, movie, whatever it was, whatever <laughs> that media movie. that was, but yeah. also a lot of them were just like, I fell in love with someone who wasn't of my status or, <laughs> you, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was
2: a different time and place, yeah. Mark.
0: Yeah, 2014 was a whole other era.
1: We yeah, already exactly. talked
2: about it. Exactly. All right. Just yeah, had to get that. That, that also didn't look great to me, but everything else you said, uh, in particular, the catacombs being the, the particular set, setting, uh, really good. Both. six. Mark, I give it a seven. I agree with Jack.
0: The only thing I need to add is that this movie has really good sound design. Um, you, well, potentially unbelievable. Potentially good, unbelievable. You should have more echoey, <laughs> weird, cavernous sound. I guess
1: but... that one, that one scene where they're trying to figure out why no sound is happening is
2: that's
3: awesome. fucking rad. Yeah, we didn't that talk about that That hasn't been done before. The weird water. I've never
1: seen a scene like that. Yeah, before.
2: I, that was a mind fuck. Holy shit! Yeah. And she's like clapping, and nothing's happening. That is rad. And it happens out of nowhere. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, That was really cool. Really goddamn cool. Yeah, so that's a really cool
0: scene. You get the the choir in the catacombs, which I'm inclined to believe actually happened, which sounded really good, and you also have the sound of horns, or whatever they refer to it as, that kind of echoes throughout the entire movie. So in general, I I like that. I guess, I mean, you can talk about the, like, dialogue as much as you want, but the additional shit they layer on top of the dialogue is very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. And the
1: the GoPros pick it up perfectly. Yeah, they do. Overall, is our final category. I want to say yes. <laughs> I'm giving this a seven. Look, this is a good movie. I I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Still, dude, I think it holds up pretty well. It it's it shouldn't. It has a uh, lot of faults. Okay, but damn, if this isn't a good, scary, freaky, enjoyable movie. I liked it. Fair enough. I liked it, and and. The lead actress is cute cute as a goddamn as a button. Fucking button.
2: A goddamn button. A uh, she speaks like 27
0: so I, di- different uh, dead languages.
2: Yeah. She's all pretty of them. she's monk. All of them except for Aramaic. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> she's uh, monk
1: and you know monk was sexy as all shit. Okay. Tony Shaloub.
2: Uh, so while we were doing our thing I did look back into the the catalog of a to z com's cutting room. With I watched a this
1: listener with a hyphen.
2: I watched this in June of 2016. That might be the month the podcast debuted. It's been, I think it was the month after. So it's been two years almost, and I gave it, when I watched it then, a six. I'm giving it a six and a half now, so I'm a little bit inconsistent, which is interesting. Uh, I feel like on repeat viewing, especially when you're having a more critical eye for the the purposes of the podcast and a full review. For this professional endeavor. you, You start nitpicking more, frankly, and I did. But I'm still giving it a higher score. I think that the enjoyment factor is there, and I'm I'm think as I think about it, the uniqueness of this movie really carries it through totally. for me. So, six totally. and a half. It was better than what I initially gave it.
0: I like the way you're going. When I originally saw this movie, I probably would have given it, like, literally a four or so.
1: Holy shit. Huh.
0: I'm giving... This movie, I would have guessed you would give this, like, a nine or a ten when you first well, saw it. Well, so... I'm giving this, oh. and a, now I'm giving this a seven. And I, I feel like that's sort of, it, it's interesting that I think on multiple rewatches, there's enough detail in the background here where they're trying to mimic Dante's Inferno that you can pick up on stuff. And like you said, when you're watching it with a little bit more, not to like toot our own horn here, but like we're watching horror movies specifically to watch horror movies. It's a different type of narrative structure. So you see things a little bit differently than if you're just slotting this one in between two other, you know, giant... uh, Iron Man 2 and something else, right? Like, as a horror movie, this is a much better movie than I think it's given credit in the general world. As a horror movie, Iron Man 2 was pretty damn good. (laughs) It doesn't get the props it deserves as a horror
2: movie. Yeah,
0: 100%. This movie gets better every time you watch it. I gave it a 7. That's what I'm saying. (laughs)
2: I mean, that, that echoes my experience as well. And as the guy he would get ganged up on, on the why you should or shouldn't watch this with your buddies and drink some beers, yeah. for the purposes of the length of this podcast, I'm going to concede. I do think you should watch this with buddies and drink beers. So Jack wins. Jack and Mark Okay. okay. Well, 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 so uh, also, I'm going to go ahead and take the L, J- and Jake, I'll hold that Jake,
0: L. Jake, also in the interest of uh, time and making sure this podcast isn't two hours long, we're also going to concede
2: we've all conceded oh we'll see now so what don't... happens now the world like folds in on itself it's it as above so, so below, below jake
1: as imploded so exploded
0: it's the key to all magic
2: <laughs> we're not even done is the oh, issue fuck. Here.
1: that really felt like a good place to leave the podcast but we got a whole other thing to do yeah we got pick.
2: <laughs> and the we're, we're back get, we're, gonna take, we're gonna take a quick break <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break uh when we get back listener after this ad break um, yeah, after a, after a quick <laughs> word from your local sponsors, because yeah. b be your sure shit don't have any.
0: Yeah. Do you like uh. beer?
3: On, baggy, 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 baggy.
1: All right, so we have once again come to the end of a cycle in which we watched all the movies that we had drafted. Uh, people recommended some to us last time. Uh, yeah, and this time... I don't think we really have any. We haven't. Don't have a good slew of recommendations. This isn't to say we haven't gotten recommendations, but we don't have a good slew to pick from. So we're just going to do our own. It's thing. like an average slew and at best, moderate slew. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have we don't have a critical mass where we could each pick a couple. You know what I mean? So I've been enjoying the just. We fucking pick the
2: movies we want to watch. How do we feel about just I mean, that's keeping kind of how the site goes. We pick the movies we want to watch when we watch them. Yeah, I mean... We, Sometimes we, we play dumbass games we could be and we lock ourselves into game. months of the same sort of, like, telephone weirdness, but... I think we just go rando Wait, let's with Let's just it. pick movies, Okay. Man. Right? And uh, on that end, who's uh, who's going first here? Jake, is it me? Listener, by the way, any recommendations are always most appreciated. Oh, absolutely. If you want to it... check something else, we, we could even put it in the middle of what we're going to do. It's by no means set in stone. That so, has happened before. Right? It's happened before. Our happen list
1: again. has never changed. <laughs> oh, God, no. We're, <laughs> we've never we missed a We've run a
2: tight ship here. We've never missed a day. Ever. And we've definitely never, never missed
0: a date six weeks in a row. <laughs> yes. Well,
2: I don't know about that. Let's do it. Uh yeah, let's do it. Oh, so I'm just jumping in here. You're gonna dive in. We'll go uh Jack Mark Jake round the
3: horn. I like that Three times. times. Yeah. So, so
1: this one's interesting. This one is prepping Jake, you and me, for something that I'm gonna make us do this summer. Uh-oh. Uh oh. there is a play coming out this summer that is a, a reimagining of this particular film we're gonna be watching. Mama mia. Okay. And so we're gonna go see this play. Yeah, yes, sure we're gonna Mama go mia. see Mamma Mia too. Um no, we're gonna be watching Misery. Ooh, uh oh, Stephen yeah. King story, Kathy Bates. Okay. You know, we're we're gonna fucking watch Misery. Yeah, the, uh, the ankle, Idaho movie. Shakespeare Festival is putting that on this summer. We're gonna go see that yep. later. But I wanna yep. I wanna get caught back up with it. Yeah, been a while. Wait, the Shakespeare yeah, Festival the is putting is... on Misery. Yeah. yeah,
0: they do less and less Shakespeare every year. Well, that seems like a good move on their
2: part. Yeah, Shakespeare's boring. That's not true. It's
0: pretty. It's pretty true.
2: No. Jake, some Shakespeare's good. You do yours. Well, you're next in the list. Oh, Mark. I'm next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he next. very
0: clearly said the order. Oh, yeah. I wasn't paying attention at all.
2: I think the third philosopher hit him too. <laughs> uh,
0: this is a movie that I have never seen from front to back, and it is a classic. Good. Ergo, it fulfills my uh New Year's resolution thing of the classics that I need to go back and revisit. It's also a very This is one of those movies that is frequently talked about in my household. It has a very it has a nice place in my heart. We're going to watch Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds.
1: Oh, I like that call, man! Nice, good birds, good
3: one, good one. Yeah. All
2: right, Jake. Well, that's a couple of that's a couple of uh, good starting places. Yeah, definitely a little more like I would call both of those more on the classic side. We're getting more into the summer months; weather's heating up. When we're doing that, I want some movies that are just fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. And to continue with the theme that you guys set up where they're sort of classics in their in their own regard, in their own way, I'm gonna throw one out there that I think fits that bill, but also fits the summer fun. Okay. Thing. So do. I wanna watch the eighties version of the blob. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yes. So let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Some practical effects extravaganza.
1: I like that. Now, my second pick has the fun part of that. Okay. Uh, sort of. It does Definitely. not have the classic part of that whatsoever. We've all seen this movie, I think, fairly recently. We've all talked about this movie on the podcast. Paloose? I want to... It made... Oh. No. It made me want to dive all the way back into this movie and talk about it for real. got my Uh-oh. juices flowing Uh-oh. to watch it again. Uh-oh. We're watching The Ruins. Oh, God. We're no, doing damn. The Ruins. I watched this like a month ago. ha <laughs> ha. Well, I mean, we're still five, six weeks off of watching it yeah, now, kids. Exactly. It'll be like three months We'll away. watch this in August.
0: It'll be great.
1: Yeah, exactly. God. We're watching The Ruins, and I'm excited. Like, hearing you talk about this and talk about it with you made me want to watch it again, I
2: think that's a good sign. That movie just turned 10, I think I Holy saw. flying fuck. Yeah, I think I just what? saw a thing. Well, so that's we fine, because
0: I'm about to turn 20, so, you know, I grew up with it.
1: <laughs> Mark, you've been drinking illegally this whole time? Uh... How dare you.
2: No, how did you get through high school with us? We are very bad influences. <laughs> yeah.
0: You guys, I like, th- I like the way this has been going because it trends well toward just stupid summer fun type shit. Because that's my second pick. Well, I'll, th- I'll tell you, it's going to trend away from that pretty hard. Uh, I want to I'll watch Final Destination three.
1: Wow! Now, Mark, you've picked Final Destination previously. Yep.
2: We're skipping um, right over yeah. Final
0: Destination Two. We're going straight to Final Destination That's, Three. It's the best. I do one appreciate
2: of the that choice. That's yeah, a good. I, I thing appreciate you've done. jumping around. That's fun. Yeah, we've we've also done the same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, we went to three. Yeah, <laughs> straight to three. The
0: second, <laughs> yeah. the, one, you know? uh, the
2: second one's always the worst one, you know. Uh, the second one's not great. It's fine. And in this case, in Final Destination's
0: qualities. case, Final Destination Two is like the fourth best movie of all time. No, 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 no. no. Yes. Of the franchise, yes, of all time. Oh, hey, Mark's <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> it's Mark's It's March movie. It goes Final Destination 1, yeah. Final Destination 3, uh, whatever other found footage movie, and then Final Destination 2.
1: You didn't even put it fourth in that list. Okay, Christ. Jake, what is
2: your next pick? Wow. <laughs> wow. Something else that I like with summer movies, I don't know why I equate this to summer. Mm-hmm. I like space. Interesting. I don't equate okay. that
1: to summer whatsoever. I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> I don't
2: know why, but I—I I, something about space and summer. This is about to be a zombie movie. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go to a zombie <laughs> movie. I mentioned space for no reason. No, we're gonna watch a space horror movie that yes. I saw like quite a while ago, and I'm interested to get your guys's. Is it Leprechaun Four? It's Leprechaun Four. No, I'm kidding. We're gonna watch the Europa Report. Okay. Huh. Never heard of it. Now I... spell that for me. Europa. Europa.
1: I thought you said the Europa Report. I thought you were talking about a whole different movie. No, the Europa. Okay. The Europa
2: Report. I think it's rapport. Yeah, it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) The Europa Report. The
1: Europa Report.
2: (laughs) Europa Report. Report. We're watching it.
1: It's going to be fun. The (laughs) Rural Jur. So I I alluded to this earlier. This is my last pick.
2: No shit, Jack.
1: Uh, This is not in the summer fun category unless... Your definition of summer fun is foreign extremism. Oh fuck. Are you kidding me? We're we're gonna watch the two thousand seven French film uh Inside oh. is the or A l'interieur. Well we haven't we haven't da-
2: we haven't dove di- dived dived Any dive. of it. They're all right. diven. Yeah, they're all We have corrupt. not diven into yeah. French extremism yet, so I've been restrained. Until now, and I,
0: I like it.
1: We're gonna watch it. this movie
2: is fucked.
1: Yeah, and and we're gonna watch it. That's gonna be I a thought trick. you were gonna Inside. go
0: hostile, and I frankly don't know which of these two movies I would have rather had you chosen. This is just Hostel. a better film than Hostile.
2: It's better, but it's pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It has more going on than Hostile does in a lot of ways. Yeah. Ready? Yeah.
1: So you know, classic summer fun, <laughs> French, <laughs> yeah, French, classic important. summer
3: Woo! fun. <laughs>
2: Well, okay, we're going to talk about it. Well, well I don't need to defend it. You still it to haven't you now. watched the movie that I recommended to you from 2017 for 2018 that was French and people are calling it somewhat extreme. Is the end of 2018 here yet? No. Then I we- haven't watched the one you recommended either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what I recommended. Uh, Mind's Eye. Oh, shit. I okay. need to watch it. Blind Good list. work, yeah. team. Mark,
0: you know what I consider to be summer fun? The Mind's no. Eye. Pissing Jake off. Seems like a win. And I haven't done oh, that in boy. a long time.
2: Why would this piss me off? I don't know.
0: What's going to piss you off that doesn't piss me off? We're going to watch Arachnophobia. (laughs) (laughs) He looks very sad. He's just not happy. Guys, it's Jeff Daniels.
2: Are you guys ready for my first (laughs) Scare Factor?
0: That's part of it. I just want you to give a 10 to Scare Factor on anything.
2: Wow. Wow. Damn. Yeah, aggressive choice. I like it. You're putting me in a place here because I had... I have two more movies on my list, and I was going to pick one of the two depending on what it looked like our crop had to offer. Our crop's got a little of everything. One is unadulterated classic. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out to you guys. You can choose. One's unadulterated classic. One's unadulterated awesome fun. Awesome fun. You want the awesome fun? Yeah. The thing? Yep. Our good friends over at My Neighbors Are Dead just reviewed this movie, and well, reviewed is a weird way to put it, but they just had a, a podcast <laughs> about this movie. I hold this movie. In a special place in my heart, and I, know, I haven't seen it in a really it. long time, so I'm very happy to revisit this one. We're going to check out Maximum Overdrive. Fuck. Yeah, we are. I love this fucking movie. <laughs> Another Stephen King. Oh, it's so He's good. prolific. We got, we got a bunch of King on here this time around. Cannot wait for that one. It's going to be great. So that gives us uh, a new crop of nine. You want to run through them, Jack? Yeah, I'll run
1: through the list here. In order. uh, Well, the order might change. (laughs) It'll change. It'll almost certainly change. Not in order. The movies we have are Misery, The Birds, The Blob, The Ruins. A lot of the. Final Destination Uh. 3, The Europa Report. Report. I didn't write that part down. The Europa. (laughs) You just can't read. Fine. Inside, Arachnophobia, and Maximum Overdrive. That feels
2: like a relatively or summary list. Morpheus Ovaries, as my notes might indicate here. It looks kind of like that. <laughs> Yours had a dark spin. Inside and Misery. Yeah, and The Ruins. The Ruins is not dark. It's- How you doing, buddy? Ah. Are you
0: doing okay? Is your brain, like, spiraling? Are you doing okay. <laughs> uh,
1: this is. I Look, this is not a very veiled cry for help. I need a lot of help. Oh. <laughs> okay,
2: this has been episode 89 of the AZ Horcast. <laughs> Check out everything we have going on. Head on over to a to Z or come hang out with us on any of our social media channels and by any, I mean Facebook, I mean Twitter. Those are the only two. And those links are gonna be right down there in the description below. If you really want to help us out, go on to the podcasting app that you're using right now to listen to this episode. Give us a like, give us a rating, share it with one of your friends, and uh just tell somebody you know about the podcast that likes for. Believe it or not, it's a big, big help to us. As always, the music has been coming at you from SuperBear. Their link's going to be down there in the description below as well in case you're interested in checking out any of their other tunes. And uh, next week, we're going to finish up the current crop of movies because we do have one more. We just wanted to get this out of the way because we have a horror release roundup coming, so there's going to be a lot coming your way. Next week, we're checking out... Uh, I cannot even remember what year this movie came out, but it's a good one. It's from, I think, the early aughts. Death Watch. So, until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some more movies. Have a great week, everybody. Your papillon
1: is turning into a Wiener schnitzel.